Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello, and welcome to this podcast episode, which I am recording outside, which is the first time I'm recording a podcast episode outside. So if you can hear some extra noises, some birds, I don't think you're actually going to hear too much because of the type of microphone I have. But, you know, if there's some extra sounds, it's because I just decided, you know what, it's Sunday afternoon, it's 5.30 p.m. and... I need to create a podcast for you guys for this week. And so I'm just going to sit outside on this beautiful day and record it for you. And I'm also going to throw out the window what I had planned to talk about for this podcast episode, which was something like, you know, how to how to work out or uh, manage how much to pay yourself, spend, it's an alarm to post my reel. Oh, have you been following my reels on Instagram? If you don't follow me on Instagram, or even if you do and you haven't seen me, I started posting reels almost exactly two weeks ago. I've avoided reels for two years. And two weeks ago, I just got the inspiration, it felt like totally randomly, I'm sure it wasn't, to create some reels. And so I did, and it was just so much more fun than I thought it would be. So I've been posting a reel a day since then, and that was my alarm. So if you haven't already checked out my reels, go and check them out. Okay, so this podcast episode, as I was saying, I was going to talk about, yeah, how to, you know, manage your business money and work out how much to pay yourself versus how much to reinvest and spend, all of that kind of jazz. But I sat down and I just um, had an idea for a post come to me about assumptions earlier today. And I was like, oh, I better write that in my notes. So remember. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to create an episode about assumptions, empowering assumptions and assumptions versus beliefs. All right, gorgeous. I have just re-recorded this episode. I feel like I did this again recently. Usually I record my episodes one go, first go, you get the whole thing. I don't cut anything out. So it's very uh, real and authentic. And after I had recorded the last episode, I was just like, as in this episode, I was just like, Alex, Okay. That was a little bit sloppy. I think you could have done a bit better. So I'm recording this again. 
So why would, what's the difference and why do I recommend using assumptions rather than trying to create new beliefs? Okay. So there's this bit of a myth that goes around that says you need to change your beliefs. Well, firstly, you can't actually really change beliefs. Like if you think about, so your brain is full of all these neural networks. You don't just like say, I want to change that network to that network. What you can do is you can use one of the routes less. So say, you know, something happens and it triggers a a thought pattern. And so you'll say that you can think of that as literally going down a pathway, right? And the more you go down that pathway, the more well-worn that pathway will be and the stronger it will be. And the more you'll just kind of automatically go down that pathway. So what you can do is you can stop going down that pathway, you know, through mindfulness and awareness, you can stop going down that pathway so often. And so that pathway will, you know, start to grow over a little bit and become a less well-worn pathway that you'll just automatically go down. It becomes like kind of a bit of a jungle again. And you might not really, you know, go down that you might not, at some point you might not even really see it very well. Okay. I hope you're enjoying this analogy. Um, and so you can create new pathways that you go down. You can't, you can't actually change a belief like that, that terminology is, it just doesn't really work that way. Um, so you can, you can stop living so much by thought patterns and uh, beliefs and assumptions that you had. Now, there are fundamental beliefs. You might want to go back to my podcast episode on the 12 fundamental beliefs if you want to hear me talk more about this. I'm not going to go into it in detail here, but they're kind of like the core beliefs, like the core, core, core beliefs that you developed when you were growing up because you got to think about it. You were born into this world with absolutely no concept of what or who you are or that you're even individual or what the world is, right? And so through your early childhood experiences, you had to develop a sense of self and you had to develop like, what the fuck actually is this place? And am I, and is my place in the world? And so you develop these core kind of orientational beliefs and So those beliefs, we can't really change, but again, we can, you know, less go down that pathway. And so it's, it's not such an automatic, I just go straight down that pathway. So they can become uh, less strong in a way, but I'm not going to go, I'm not going to get diverted into that. So let's just talk assumptions versus beliefs. Um, now that I've just kind of got that fundamental bit out of the way. So the reason that I don't recommend trying to create new beliefs, which is what a lot of, uh, you know, people in personal development these days would tell you to do. You've got to create new beliefs is because a belief then becomes a condition. So let's just, because a lot of my work is around money, let's just use money as an example. So say you think you've got to create a new belief that money comes to you easily, right? And and so part of this whole movement of oh, I've got to create a new belief is I've got to also believe it in order for it to be true, in order for it to come to me. Once I believe it, then it will happen. So that's actually, you know, part of that whole mentality in the personal development world. So the problem happens when you don't believe it, like, or when you are getting evidence that would suggest otherwise, right? So 
say you might, you know, you start doing this work on you're like, yes, money comes to me easily. I am a money-making machine. Money comes to me in avalanches. Um, I'm just so wildly abundant. People always want to pay me money. All right. And say, you could be like, you get high off it a bit in the beginning and be like, oh my God, yes. And, you know, feeling like you're believing it. And then you have a really slow week and another really slow week. And no one's saying yes to your offer. You've put an offer out there. No one's freaking bought it. You put a painting out there. No one's freaking bought it. And so it isn't happening, right? And so it could be, this could be triggered by an external circumstance, or you could just get down in the dumps and be like, oh, money doesn't fucking come to me easily. This is bullshit. Or am I just deluding myself? I don't believe, I mustn't believe it. And therefore that's why it's not coming to me. And so the, you get hung up about the belief and the condition about whether the belief is true or not. You start arguing with yourself about whether it's true or not. You might get to a point where you're like, it's so not fucking true. Like money does not come to me easily. I'm not a money-making machine or that's just seems to not be happening, even though I'm trying really hard to believe it. And your focus is all on the belief, whether the belief is true or not. And then when you feel like it's not true, the focus is on how it's not true and how you don't have what what you want. And it is just all a bit of a head fuck. And it's all actually also focused on the wrong thing, right? And you're debating about with yourself about whether this is actually true. Should I keep trying to believe this or is this all a load of shit? Okay. And you're just totally like been distracted on not what's important to getting your end result. So what I suggest, what I recommend and was recommended to me by a mentor and I was like, oh my God, that's so true, um, is to create empowering assumptions instead. Now, if you have been to one of the workshops where I have talked about this, where there's, there's not actually many where I've done it, um, you will be like, yes, because when I have actually uh, gone through this on one of my workshops, people have just loved it. You guys have just totally loved it and been like, oh my God, yes, assumptions. So the thing with assumptions, what's so great about assumptions is that they don't have to be true. You don't have, A, you don't have to fully believe it and B, you don't have to actually try to verify or work out whether it's freaking true or not. All you have to do is say that I'm going to assume and live as if that were true, just because that would be the most empowering state for me to live in. It would be more, it would be more empowering for me to live as if that were true. That would help me stay in the right orientation, take consistent action towards my end result, full up, full up, (laughs) show up in the fullness of my expression and in my offers. And, um, and, and take the, the best action, the course of action towards what I would love. So I am going to just live as if that were true. And then when I receive evidence that maybe that's, <laughs> that's not really happening, I don't have to get in a head fuck about it. I don't have to question myself, doubt myself and literally get diverted, my attention diverted from actually creating what I want into all of my stories and trying to decide whether I if what I'm going for is possible for me or not. You just, 
You literally short circuit all of that bullshit when you use assumptions instead. So empowering assumptions. So literally all this is, is about coming up with what are some things that I could assume that would be empowering for me to live by whether they are true or not, whether they are true, like fundamentally true or not. If I lived as if that were the way things were, would I take more empowered action and be more empowered in creating my end result because of that? So I'm going to give you some examples so you can get a bit excited about this. I hope you're excited about this. This is really friggin' cool. Um, so you can get a bit excited about this and come up with some assumptions for yourself. So I'm going to challenge you at the end of this to come up with five empowering assumptions. Now you don't have to like write these down every single day, but you might want to write them down and put them somewhere to remind you, ah, oh, that's what I'm, I'm just going to assume. I'm just going to assume it and I don't have to believe it. I'm just going to assume it and I'm going to leave it there. Leave it at the assumption. Okay. So some assumptions that, uh, for examples to give you that you could use that um, are empowering. So I want you to think about as I go through some examples of some assumptions, I want you to think about would I would that be empowering for me to live as if that were true regardless of whether that's true or not would that actually not be delusional but would that actually just help me get towards my end result would that actually change how I showed up each day and when I think about how that would change how I showed up each day would that only have a positive effect um, on me? creating what I love in my life, uh, creating the financial abundance, creating the impact, the service, um, and what truly matters to me and, and being in my truth and my fullest true expression. So here are some examples. I assume that my vision is meant for me. I assume that there are thousands of people that want to do my programs. I assume that there are women waiting to work with me. I assume that there are women waiting to buy my artwork. All men, all non-binary. I'm just, I'm just giving you random sets of examples. I assume that there, oh, okay. This is one that I used. And so I didn't go and then like try to focus on this every single day. I just had this as an assumption. Um, so I'm, I'm going to actually sidetrack into a story. Then I'm going to keep giving you more examples. So at the uh, latter half of last year, in around October, I would say, I changed my one-to-one -one coaching format to being from month to month. So people paid a monthly amount to have fortnightly sessions with me and they could cancel any time a month in advance. So I changed it from that format to being a 12-month coaching program. So when you signed up, you needed to commit to 12 months coaching with me. And there were added benefits to that. You know, I mean, I could totally go on a tangent of the added benefits to the client and the added benefits to me and the extra things that I could um, include in value-wise for my clients by doing that. I'm really tempted to get sidetracked because I feel really passionate about it and I've had 
most of those clients actually say to me in the past two weeks that they're so grateful that we are working together in a whole year together and how supported they feel by that. But anyway, I'm not going to go there. So anyway, I was shit scared to do that. Like I was so terrified that all my current clients would hate me and they would not want to have to commit to 12 months when previously they hadn't before. And I was, I just was so afraid. Like I had so much fear coming up that it would be a total disaster. Right. So but it was my truth. It felt really true. This is the next step. This is this is how I need to progress my one-to-one coaching and, and cr- provide my next level of it to my clients. So anyway, I had an assumption um, that there are women. Okay, so I don't have a number here, but I think I probably put the number that I wanted uh at some point, but obviously didn't hear. I assume that there are women who want to commit to 12 months of coaching with me. So I just made it an assumption, even though my egoic mind was like, oh my God, this is totally not going to work. Everyone's going to cancel coaching with me. And, um, and you know, it's going to be so hard to get new coaching clients if they've got to sign up for 12 months. I've got more coaching clients and I've booked out my coaching now that I've implemented the 12 month structure versus before not having a a structure or as much of a structure. Funnily enough, I actually didn't think of that until right then. Like then before I did that, I actually wasn't booked out with my one-to-one coaching and now I am. So there you go. But I just made the assumption, my egoic mind telling me, no, babe, (laughs) everyone's going to quit and they're going to hate you and this is never going to work. And I was like, okay, well, what's an empowering assumption that's actually going to just support me to... Uh, bring this vision into being? Well, it's just, it's going to be to assume that there are women out there that actually do want to commit to 12 months of coaching with me. So even though I don't particularly believe it, and if I tried to believe it, I would get in a whole head fuck and waste so much energy. I don't believe it, but I'm just going to assume it and act as if it were true. And I filled out my one-to-one coaching and I have amazing one-to-one coaching clients that I absolutely love that I'm so excited that I'm working with in a 12-month container. And they're so excited that they're working with me in this 12-month container. Uh, so there you go. That's that's an example of an assumption in action. So I hope actually explaining that was helpful for you to see um, to see to see really the difference between the assumption and the belief and how the assumption is empowering. Um, so other assumptions, I assume what's for me comes to me. I assume, oh, one that I've been actually really actively thinking the last few days, including this morning, um, was I assume that what, that whatever's happening is happening to help me. It's happening to help me get towards my end result. So just before I jumped on to record this podcast, I, um, what did I do? Oh my God. I was working on this page on my website and I'd spent half an hour working on it. And for some reason, like editing things, changing things, adding text, changing formatting, for some reason, the page froze. This like never happens. The, the, I think it was the software that I was using froze and 
was unresponsive and just wouldn't come back. And so I had to just ditch it and I went back into it. Nothing had auto saved and I lost the whole thing. And there's part of me that was like, oh, fuck you, fuck. And then there's another part of me that goes, I assume that was the right thing. I was obviously going at it the wrong way. And actually what I'm going to do before I go back to edit that page is I'm going to do a plan of actually the sequence I want everything to be in. And so I'm just assuming it might not be true, but I'm just, but it's empowering to me to just assume that happened for me. That happened for me. And actually I'm going to go about it differently this time. Um, I'm not questioning myself. I'm like, oh, was that because I was doing it wrong or maybe I should do it differently? I'm just assuming that happened for me. And now that I'm on the blank slate again, (laughs) this is actually what I would do differently. Uh, So there's there's another assumption in action. Um, I assume that the more rest I have, the more money I make. I assume that the easier it is, the more money I make. I assume that there are people waiting out there for me to put my fucking offer out there and connect with them. Uh, what are some other ones? Oh, I know one that one of my mentors told me that I really liked and I, uh, try to remain cognizant of is I assume that 80% of the work is not mine to do. In anything I'm creating, I assume 80% of the work is not mine to do. That is what to hand over to the universe. Only 20% of the work is mine to do. So that's just to help you not try to take on the full responsibility of your small self and, you know, align with the universe and hand it over and be in the magic. Uh, you, you know, you might assume, I assume um, that whenever I – Oh, this is only going to apply to people that know more about uh, the work that I do. But I assume that every time I step into a circle, I get I get the right answer. I get the true answer, the answer that comes from my intuition. I'm just going to assume it, whether I believe it or not. So you could apply that to some other, you know, if you've got an intuitive practice of how you receive your intuitive information about something, just assume because we can go into questioning it and The thing is you can never 100% know. So just assume that it's your intuition and go with it because that's actually going to put you in a more empowered and more receptive state. So I'm just going to assume it. I'm just going to go with it. I'm not going to question it. Uh, I think I had a couple others on my computer. Um, Oh, good ones. I assume I am a powerful creator with a genius and so is everyone else. Just assume it. You might get in your head sometimes and be like, oh, I don't have a genius. All of this is bullshit, 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 bullshit. Well, what's going to be a more empowering way to live? What's going to empower you to create the end results you love in your life? Just assume you're a creator and that you've got a genius. I assume, oh, yes. So this is some good ones around money blocks. So I assume that there are people that want to pay my prices for my products and services. And you might hone that in on a specific one. I assume that there are people that want to pay, you know, X amount uh, for coaching or for courses or for my artwork. I assume that there are people that want to pay for artwork. I assume that there are people that want to pay for an exquisite website. I assume there are people that want to pay for beautiful, delicious, gorgeous branding. Um, so assumptions like that, if the, you know, if you get stuck in stories that there aren't or fear that there, oh, there aren't, there's no one or no one wants to pay for that, then make an assumption that there are, 
because that's going to empower you to just put your work out there and put it out there confidently and actually connect with the people that do want to pay for it because they definitely are. Um, I, you know, you can make up any assumptions. I assume people want to learn from me. I assume people want to buy my artwork. I assume people want, um, there are people that want my specific product or service, my specific design work, my specific app that I'm building, my specific skill set. I assume that there's people that want it. Just freaking assume it. All right. And leave it there. Okay. I think you're getting the idea. Um, I think that's a really, a really good, fat, juicy amount of example assumptions. And now you can go out and you can make five assumptions. So before you do that, you might even like to think of like, is there somewhere I'm feeling a little stuck right now? Or I keep telling myself a, a disempowering story or I've got some fear, make an empowering assumption around it. You don't have to believe it, but just assume it and live as if that assumption were the case and see what happens. See how that um, changes the way that you show up, you put yourself out there, your energy and what you attract back and what you create in your world and your life. All right. So go forth and create your five empowering assumptions. And if you would like to share them with me, I would love to hear it. So uh, send me a DM on Instagram at alexh.co. And if you're not on Instagram, you can send me an email and tell me your five empowering assumptions. My email is alexis at alexisharvey.com. Um, because I want to, I want to hear them and I want to celebrate you in them. And I just think they're so fun and I think they're really fun to share as well. So we'd love to hear them. All right. Before I sign off, I have got something super exciting to uh, share with you slash invite you into. So next week, next Tuesday, Tuesday, the 8th of March, 2022, possibly Monday, the 8th, uh, 7th of March, 2022. If you are in the US, I am going to be running a delicious free money event. So I'm, I'm doing actually something slightly different that I haven't quite done before. It's called the soul work money activation masterclass. And I'm going to be bringing a bit more of the like magic and energetic into it. So if you guys have been following me for a while, you know, I'm very practical. I used to be an engineer. I've got five Capricorns in my natal chart. Or, do you say it like that? Or do you say five Capricorn placements? I don't know. But anyway, I uh, I have a real knack for making something like very tangible and how does, how does this actually play out in life and how do you utilize it on a very practical level? So that's what we're going to be looking at in this masterclass or this event. It's going to be one hour. We're going to get together and we are going to go through the core pillars that you want to be bringing together to earn, uh, prosper and thrive from your soul work, from what you love doing. You know, we are not taught this. We are not taught this skill set. We are taught how to just receive a regular paycheck and be consumerist basically and not have to worry about it too much because you're going to get the same paycheck again next month. It's a, and, and you're doing something that, you know, is probably not necessarily for the paycheck, your real heart, you know, like it's, it's something very different to put something out there. That's your real heart and charge money for it and, and offer it. Like it, it brings up different stuff. It's got different vulnerabilities. 
um, and it's a whole different ball game. So this workshop or masterclass is really about prospering financially and thriving financially from your soul work, what you love doing. And there's actually like a few different aspects to that. Everyone just thinks it's about earning more, which of course is part of it, but there's, there's different aspects where that bring it all together. And we're going to be covering that in the masterclass and we're going to be doing a really powerful exercise and there's going to be uh, powerful group energy. So I really encourage you to come live to this class if you can, if you can make it. And because of that, because I'm just so excited and juiced up about the live experience that we are going to be creating together on this class, I'm actually going to be running it twice, twice. It'll be the same class but I'm going to be running one at 10 a.m. Melbourne time on Tuesday the 8th, which is the afternoon or evening in the US on Monday or late at night in the UK. And I'm going to be running another class, so the same class again at 7 p.m. on that same Tuesday Melbourne time, which is 8 a.m. in the morning in the UK and like you know, terrible hours in the US, like 12 a.m. or 3 a.m. kind of thing. So I am praying that if you would, if you feel called to come to this class, if you would love to come and soak up some of this good juju and really activate uh, your abundance, your relationship with money, doing your soul work, that hopefully you can come to one of these classes live. If you can't, there will be a recording. But as I said, Come live if you can. It's going to be amazing. So you can find this to register. You can head over to my website, alexisharvey.com, and you'll be able to find it on the homepage. There is also a direct link in the uh, notes for this episode. And I hope to see you there. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you want to dress up in sparkles or sequins or fluffy things or whatever is your like soul get up, you're absolutely invited and welcome to do that. No pressure if that's not your jam, but if it is, let's have fun. Let's have fun with what can be a really heavy topic, money. So excited to invite you to that. If you want to come, go and do it now because it's next week and it's not going to be available again after that. And the recording will be taken down. So you want to get onto it right away. All right. I'm sending you so much love, gorgeous. I hope you got so much value from this episode. And I, uh, I pray that you go and sign up for the masterclass and then you go and do your five empowering assumptions and send them to me so I can celebrate them with you. All right. Lots of love. Ciao. Thank you.